0: Hi, my name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. Get ready to transform your life as I share my journey about harnessing the power of the law of attraction to achieve abundance. From overcoming chronic pain, to eliminating daily anxiety, to treating a mental illness, I've experienced so much and I can't wait to share my proven principles and techniques with you. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hola, and welcome back to Heal Yourself, The Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tecla, and I like to start every episode with something I'm grateful for in my life. This week, my gratitude is tied hand in hand with an update for my European adventures. This is week three of ten now that I'm living on the south coast of Spain in a small beach town called El Porto de Santa Maria. And I realized this week that I hadn't really shared with you how this trip all came together. So I'm going to get into that a little bit. We were basically able to swap homes with the Spanish family with no money exchanged on either side. If you've seen the movie The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, where they basically swap lives at Christmas, that's what's happened here. We have a Spanish family of five living in our home in Sydney, Australia, and we are living in their home here in Spain. This all became possible because of a site called Home Exchange, And this isn't endorsed, this isn't an ad, it's just a really amazing service, so I wanted to talk about it. The Spanish family has been living in our house for quite a while in Australia, and we got to know them fairly well before we left. That's the part in particular I am so grateful for. With Airbnb these days and all these other rental accommodation sites, The entire experience has become so impersonal and transactional. This experience has been vastly different. We've been out with the Spanish family in Sydney. They've had us over and cooked us traditional Spanish lunch. I've made friends with the three young kids. They're learning English and I'm learning Spanish, so we're teaching each other. We've been helping them navigate our house and neighborhood in Sydney, and they've been doing the same for us documenting all the things we should see and do while we're here in Spain. This swap has become so much more than just trading houses. We've truly made friends for life, and when I'm in Europe again, i definitely come and visit them. And this isn't just a one-off experience either. My parents did the same thing when they came to visit me in Denver two Christmases ago. They stayed in a house close by via home exchange, and we got to know that American couple really well too. My dad ended up getting COVID and having to stay an extra two weeks, and they let him extend his time in their house, and all he had to do was just feed the cat. The whole experience has totally changed my perspective on travel. I think travel can be intimidating and uncomfortable sometimes because you're a tourist in a foreign country, and you can feel like you don't belong. But that's not at all how we feel here. There's so much sense of community and everyone just wants to make the experience as easy as possible for each other. And I'm so grateful for all of that. The new friends, the amazing experiences, the ability to travel with no accommodation costs. There is so much to be thankful for and it's going to be a core memory for me for life. And on that note, let's get into today's topic. Today we're talking about the importance of forgiving yourself for the things that happened in the past. And I know this one is going to hit home for a lot of you out there. I think it's safe to say that we all have at least one thing we regret from the past. We might regret how we acted or behaved in a certain situation. Or we might regret a decision we made in the past that negatively impacted ourselves or someone we love. We might regret pushing someone away that was only trying to help us. When I say the word regret, we all likely have something that comes to mind. And when we reflect on it, it just makes our chest tighten and we immediately want to stop thinking about it. Maybe there's some embarrassment tied to it. Maybe there's still some sadness or anger there. If you have a regret, chances are it's emotionally loaded. And I think what's wild about having regrets is that we often store them all together in this one box in our minds. They're all filed away under lock and key in a cabinet all the way in the back of our minds. We have to climb over all of this shit to even get to it. It's so dark, there's no lights there. The box doesn't get opened that much, so when you do get to it, there's dust and cobwebs all over it. And the box is labeled REGRETS in big, bold capital letters. And there's some subtext there on that label that we often skip over and don't give a second thought to. That subtext says, Things I would change if I could. We find ourselves skipping over that last part when we do choose to revisit the box because that's painful to read. That's painful for me to even say to you right now, Ugh, It just leaves you with this pit in your stomach. You almost feel instantly sick. We have all of these select few moments in our lives that continue to live on in this box. It's a part of our past that we wish wasn't there. We think by locking them away in the depths of our mind that we're moving on and letting go and forgetting about them. Well, spoiler alert, that's not true. We aren't moving on because we still have this emotional attachment to these events that is growing roots and creating a stronghold in the back of our minds. Like a weed in a garden. If you just mow over it, you aren't getting rid of that weed. You're just trimming it down and making it blend in with the rest of the lawn for a while. Until it eventually grows back. And every time you mow over it, the roots get stronger and stronger and the harder it is to pluck out. That's what's happening in our minds. Something happens during the day that triggers us because the feeling we experience is similar to what we've hidden away in that box. And that old memory tries escaping because your mind is screaming, alert, alert, danger. Remember this time in your past where you felt hurt. Don't do that again. It's your mind trying to protect you. But you don't want to think about those painful memories when you're having a great fucking day. So what do you do? You take that memory back to the box, you say to yourself, I don't need to think about this right now, and you squish it in the back and lock that box again and close the cabinet doors and walk away. Well, friends, the more times you do that, the easier it is for you to be triggered again and again, and the easier it is for that memory to escape the box. And you know what? That absolutely sucks. I'm with you. I wish I could just file things away and never have them resurface. Life at surface level would be really easy if that's how our minds worked. Well, it's not, and there's good reason for that, friends. But today we're going to talk about how to let that shit go and forgive yourself so you can enjoy life to the fullest without any regret. Because life is too short to be running around with regrets growing like weeds in the back of your mind. So to help you with this forgiveness, I've developed a series of steps for you to weed the garden of your mind, if you will. I heard a version of this a few months ago and something clicked inside me but I didn't realize until recently. I've wanted to curate it and personalize it for you for a long time and I finally got to it this week so I'm really excited to share it with you. I'm going to go through the process live with you here today and then I have a free ebook that I'm going to put together for you to download. And print out or save for future use so you don't have to come back and listen to this episode again if you don't want to. That link will be in the show notes, so make sure you pop in there and download that for free. Okay, here we go. Step one We're starting with a series of questions to rapid fire ask yourself. And I want you to answer these in your mind with a simple yes or no. Here we go are you a murderer? Are you a terrorist? Are you a human trafficker? Do you mentally or physically abuse other humans in any way, shape, or form? Does seeing other people suffer bring you joy? Do you wake up each day with the intention of making other people miserable? I hope you're All answering those either out loud or in your head. It should have been a rapid fire no, no, no to all of them. Do you know what we just did? It might seem silly, but we just established and validated right there, right now, that you're not a bad person. For 99% of the world, all of the answers to those six questions are no. If hurting other people does not light you up, then you're a good person. If intentionally causing other people pain is not something you partake in, then you're a good person. Straight facts. No question about it. That's the end of it. If you did answer yes to one of those, then this podcast probably isn't the best source of support for you. You need to seek professional help, so please do so. So for everyone else, let me ask you this. Rapid fire again, yes or no. Are you a good person? All of you should have answered yes. We have now confirmed and validated that you indeed are a good person. Okay, moving on to step two. I want you to think back and reflect on one of your regrets from the past. This might be challenging, and I understand that. If you would rather do this exercise with a licensed professional because you need some extra support, then definitely pause here and do that. There is no judgment. If you are okay to proceed, then keep listening. Once you have that memory readily available, I just want you to allow it to consume you for three seconds. Lean into all the emotion that's associated with it. Feel all the feelings, embarrassment, anger, sadness, shame, guilt, all of it. I want you to do this for just Three seconds. Once three seconds is up, then stop and come back to me here. And that's it. Three seconds is up. Step three. I want you to imagine that I am you. I'm living as you. I'm in your body and I'm in the same situation you regret from the past. I have the same life experience as you. I have the same childhood and upbringing as you. I have the same parents as you. I have the same resources as you. I have the same mindset as you. I have the same everything as you at the time. How would I have approached that situation if I am the exact same as you? How would I have behaved, acted, or responded? what decision would I have made? My behavior, actions, or decision-making would have been the exact same as you. It would have to be, right? Because I am the same as you. And step four, I want to ask you this. Knowing that I would have acted or behaved or made the same decision you did if I was there How could you possibly have done anything different? I did the best I could with the information I had at the time. So did you. You responded in that way because of the mindset you had at the time. Because of the resources you had at that time. Because of all the events that happened prior, during that same day, way back when. How could you have made a different decision or have acted or behaved Differently, if you didn't have the perspective or experience or knowledge that you have now. You didn't have any of that back then, so you couldn't possibly have changed anything. You did the only thing you could do back then. You did the best you could with what you had available to you at the time. Remember, if I went back and I was the same as you, I couldn't have done anything different either. So, neither could you even if you had the opportunity. And step five, given what you know now, that even if you went back, you couldn't have done anything differently, you couldn't have acted differently or behaved differently or made a different decision, what is there to regret? There is nothing within your control that you could change. So it's time to rip the label off that box in the back of your mind. We can reflect and learn from events that didn't have the best outcomes, but we literally can't go back and do anything differently, even if we had the opportunity. Back then, you just did the best thing you could with what was available to you at the time. Let's focus on transforming your regrets into valuable learning experiences? Ask yourself the following questions and take a moment to just reflect on your answers. What valuable lesson did I learn from that experience? How have I changed for the better since that event? How can I use this newfound wisdom to make better choices in the future? By concentrating on the positive outcomes, you can start to reframe your regrets as an essential stepping stone in your personal growth journey. Instead of dwelling on guilt or embarrassment, appreciate these experiences and how they have contributed to who you are today. Okay, lastly, step six. I want you to revisit that memory now. I want you to jump back into the feelings you had. Feel all the feelings now for just three more seconds. How do you feel now? How do you feel knowing that even if I waved a magic wand over you and allowed you to go back into the past and put you right back into your old shoes, you couldn't have done anything differently? I hope you have a sense of relief now. I hope you start to feel like these lower vibrational emotions are neutralized and diffused. I hope now, with this realization, you can start to see a path to forgiveness. Now that you've acknowledged your growth and lessons you've learned, it's time to let go of your past regrets and embrace forgiveness fully. To wrap up, I want you to take a deep breath. And as you exhale, imagine releasing any lingering negative emotions tied to that regret. Now repeat to yourself I forgive myself for my past actions. I did the best I could with the knowledge, resources, and experience I had at the time. Every day I am learning growing, and becoming the best version of myself. And now, picture yourself at the time of that memory we were just working on. What were you wearing? What did you look like back then? How was your hair done? Picture your past self, standing somewhere that is safe. A safe place for you might be your home. Maybe the beach, at a friend's house, somewhere where there's calmness and peace. Your past self is standing there in the room. Visualize that. And you walk up to them and give them a hug. Visualize yourself embracing your past self with love and understanding, knowing that they did the best they could at the time. I know that's hard. It's, it's a tough few steps and a tough few exercises, but going through this process has helped me so much. I think it's so tough to get stuck in this place of wanting to change things, knowing deep down that you'd wish you'd act differently. But somehow going through this process, these steps, this method of logically thinking back and knowing that even with the opportunity to travel back in time, I still would have made the same decision I did then. That freed me in a way. We do have extra knowledge and life experience and wisdom now, but we didn't have any of that in the past. And we can learn and grow and make more informed choices in the future. But we wouldn't be here today without that past experience. For some reason, also thinking about someone else in my exact shoes, in that painful memory, made it easier for me to gain a new perspective. If they would have done the same thing I did, then why am I still beating myself up over it? And that visualization of hugging my past self, that made me cry, honestly. We don't need to be sabotaging ourselves and holding on to this pain for something that happened in the past. If we can't change it, we have no control over it. We have to forgive ourselves and let it go. There is so much life we have to live, and we are truly needing to show up 100% with a well manicured garden, friends. We need to rip those weeds out and never look back. Let's use our time and energy to plant our favorite flowers and form new memories and fill our lives with joy and happiness. So, as a reminder, if you want to repeat these steps, you can download the free ebook using the link in the show notes. Again, there were six steps. If you want to share this ebook, please feel free to send the link to friends and family or whoever else. I do ask you that you share the actual link and not just the download so I can keep track of the number of downloads and that remains accurate. That's what I used to see how valuable the content is that I'm putting out. So thank you in advance for doing that. And also, please remember the giveaway happening right now. For anyone that leaves a new review on Apple Podcasts, they will receive a complimentary 25-minute live one-on-one session with me. And there's absolutely no cost to you. All the details will be in the show notes, so please scroll down on this episode and give those a read. Lots of important resources in there today. This giveaway will be running for a limited time only, and it requires truly less than five minutes of your time during that one-on-one session, we can cover anything you'd like relating to the law of attraction or anything we've talked about on the podcast. Whether that's about how to increase your daily vibration or how to release beliefs that are holding you back, whatever it is, I am here for it. And I'm really excited to be offering this exclusively to my podcast listeners. Again, all these details in the podcast show notes will be there for you, and I'm excited to talk with you and get to know you better soon. If you want to see and hear more about my European adventures, you can follow me on social at Instagram and TikTok at Heal Yourself with L-O-A. That's Heal Yourself with L-O-A. L-O-A as in Law of Attraction. I'm also on Pinterest at Tecla Francesco. Those links are also in the show notes for you. I know that's a lot to kind of take in on the fly. Okay, that's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.